0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this podcast by Cambridge Health Tech Institute for the Molecular Diagnostics for Infectious Disease Meeting, part of the Molecular Medicine Tri-Conference, which runs March 7th through 9th, 2016 in San Francisco, California. I'm Caitlin Sierfoss, Associate Conference Producer. We have with us today one of our chairs for the meeting, Dr. Raymond J. Langley, Assistant Professor, Department of Pharmacology at the University of South Alabama. Dr. Langley, thank you for joining us. Can you summarize the work you are currently doing on metabolomic risk analysis models for sepsis?
1: Sure, absolutely. This study goes back about eight years ago when I was a postdoc working for my mentor, Stephen Kingsmore. And the idea was that we wanted to take a systems biology approach to sort of understand the risk factors for patients that die from sepsis or survive and some of the progression markers. So we looked at a number of different omic techniques, looking at metabolomics, transcriptomics, as well as proteomics. And surprisingly, what we found was that the metabolomic analysis that we had performed at Metabolon, which is in Cary, North Carolina, what we found was that... um, they were the most predictive in determining patients that would live or die. And ultimately what we did is we selected a few markers using a number of different logistic regression techniques, which were very predictive for outcomes. And these markers, which were basically acyl carnitine esters, looked to be definitive of mitochondrial dysfunction and kind of suggested to us that what we were seeing is patients that were dying were in an energy crisis and were unable to convert basically fatty acids into energy to survive this energy crisis. Anyways, we developed that model and published a paper in Science Translational Medicine in 2013. I continued doing work when I went to Loveless Respiratory Research, you looking at non-human primates. And this is another study where we kind of combined the metabolomic analysis from the animal's plasma with changes that we saw in the lung transcriptome. And utilizing this technique, we were able to further refine the model. It pinpointed that it looked like mitochondrial dysfunction and basically a problem with beta-oxidation. But we were also able to link a number of other different markers, such as taurine-conjugated bile acids. We also looked at acyl GPCs, which are basically long-chain fatty acids on a glycerol body with a phospho head. And these were also predictive of sepsis. And then the final markers were basically metabolites from the kynurinine pathway. By doing this, we were able to further refine the model and really get very strong prediction of survival in patients that had sepsis. This will, again, basically prospectively analyze a number of patients that are enrolled at the emergency department, and we'll follow them through whether they go to the ICU or to the floor, and we'll try to determine how well our model is at predicting survival versus death, as well as seeing how it links to other organ dysfunction and are they predictive of organ dysfunctions.
0: What would you identify as the biggest challenges facing scientists in terms of developing technology for metabolics for sepsis diagnostics?
1: Well, there's a number of different problems. I mean, initially right now, I think the biggest problem is trying to get the platforms to analyze these analytes as quickly as possible in a very short period of time, especially for something that we're looking at, which is a very acute disease and treatment, they call them the golden hours. You have about eight hours from the time a patient develops septic shock to get them normalized, or the patient is likely going to have a very bad outcome. That's the biggest challenge for us right now, is trying to get a platform that we can get these analyses done quickly. Another challenge I think that many researchers will have in this is sort of a lack of understanding of the basic biochemistry. This took me probably about a year to really catch up and understand what all of the different biochemical pathways are. And the final thing that I think is really difficult is sort of, even though you may understand the biochemical pathway, you still have to link it to the organ dysfunctions or which organs are actually producing the metabolites that are changing. And so what we found is by doing integrative omics or marrying the metabolomic signatures with transcriptomic or proteomic signatures, it helps you to identify the biochemical pathway as well as get a better understanding of which organs or tissues are being affected and are actually producing the metabolites that you're looking at.
0: Who are you most looking forward to hearing from at the Molecular Diagnostics for Infectious Disease Conference?
1: Well, I think a little bit of everything. For the one thing I'd like to talk to some of the people who are developing any of the new tools for analyzing metabolomics, are there any new platforms that are coming forward that will be able to do it quicker, maybe simpler for technicians to run these, these studies? I'd also be interested in talking with a lot of the clinicians who may be interested in utilizing this and what their thoughts are on how effective these markers would be compared to what they're currently using. Right now, when a patient presents lactate as one of the big markers for outcome, it's a very good marker. When you start to see it going up, you know that the patient is probably in hypoxia. And if you don't normalize it, the patient's going to have a very poor chance of survival. So this is currently the gold standard. We believe that our marker is going to be much better. So I'd like to basically present some of that data and get some feedback from the clinicians and whether they think this is a diagnostic that would be useful for them.
0: Thank you for your time and insights today.
1: Great. I appreciate it.
0: That was Dr. Raymond J. Langley, Assistant Professor, Department of Pharmacology at the University of South Alabama. He'll be speaking at the Molecular Diagnostics for Infectious Disease event at the upcoming Molecular Medicine Tri Conference, taking place March 7th through 9th, 2016, in San Francisco, California. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to triconference.com for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Caitlin Sierfoss, Thank you for listening.